Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. And today I'm joined by Francine Haywood, and she's the Sales and Marketing Director at Guest Review, which is a cloud-based guest feedback tool for hotels. Hello, Francine. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Now, um, let's start off with uh, you telling us a little bit about uh, you and what you do at Guest Review and, indeed, Guest Review. Okay. Well, Guest Review's been going for about three years now. I founded the company uh, with our CEO, Chris, and it really came about uh, through our previous uh, company, which was called Survey Shack. We were working with more and more hotels who wanted to gather feedback from their guests. And so we saw this as an opportunity to really provide a niche industry solution. Since then, we've developed the guest review product from scratch. And we now have about 450 clients from Cambodia to California who are using our direct guest feedback solution. So sending out questionnaires to their guests to get their um, comments and ratings after a stay, but also our online reputation management solution, Mm. which is about consolidating all of the online reviews that are available across a whole range of platforms today. Now, I wanted to talk today about trust. Uh, Francine, and specifically the currency of trust, which is what the title of the of the show is today. Um, now we all sort of know what trust is. I mean, you know, trust makes the world go around, I suppose. And but is it also true that trust makes the web go around? I'm just wondering if there's a, if we were to define trust in the context of the web, is it in any difference to the way we define trust, sort of in the non-web world? I think the the overall definition of trust hasn't changed. Um, it's still that the way that you get from the known to the unknown. Um, and you, you do a, you have to have a confident relationship with wherever you're going to make that leap. Um, so you do risk assessment internally. There's a leap of faith. So, for example, if you pull up to a traffic junction and you see a red light, you trust that the cars are going to stop Yeah. if you go through a green light. Um, I did a parachute jump, a tandem one, for the first time recently. I really had to trust that the uh, 
guy I was strapped to knew what he was doing, and that wow. was a, a big leap of faith. But it was. So <laughs> Rather you than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, so the concept of trust itself hasn't changed, but it's how we work out whether to trust or not that has. Mm. So, so it's, it's evolved, really. So if you think back, um, you know, in the, the 1800s and the first part of the uh, 20th century, it was based very much on, on tight-knit relationships uh, within the community or within our, our group. And that was built off of our reputation. Mm. It was very local and you were very accountable. If you borrowed money and didn't pay somebody back, everybody would know about it. Yeah. But in the mid-50s, the 1950s, I think there was a huge period of change. People moved out of their local communities into cities. Um, we saw an explosion of brands. We saw advertising. So locals started to get replaced by corporate, and it became more, more institutionalized. Mm. Um, and I know in, in previous roles, for example, there was a joke that uh, you never got fired for buying IBM because that was a brand you could trust. Yeah. But I think today we've seen institutions collapse. We've seen the banking crisis. We've seen brands like Volkswagen and Audi, who we, in our minds we should trust, have scandals through emissions. Yeah. Um, and they can no longer hide that, these brands. Technology has meant that it's out there and it's, anything that happens gets distributed very quickly. So I think we've gone back to reputation and being trusted on your reputation, what you actually do, but it's in a much bigger way on a much larger scale through technology. With sort of trust on the web, we hear about sort of uh, the, the currency of trust. And I was just wondering if we could drill into that a bit more. I mean, particularly, I mean, we hear people talking about assets of trust, don't we? Absolutely. And I think today, in today's world, um, assets of trust are things like your ratings and your reviews. And they positively or negatively impact the reputation, both of a business and an individual. It's almost an asset that should be on your balance sheet. So, for example, if you're, if you're a hotelier and your reputation is high, you can actually not only charge more for the, your rooms, but uh, a property developer will pay more for your hotel because it's better performing. Mm. So there's a real correlation between your reputation and your value as business so it's a real thing isn't it it's it's, it's like having a sort of a, a real Absolutely. asset yeah the, the, the trust of others so what's the best way of sort of um, leveraging trust on the web the best way to sort of earn trust on the web well i think there's a, a couple of things that hotels in particular should consider um first of all you have to earn trust like any asset you, you don't just get it you have to earn it so the first thing to start with is making sure that the product, the service that you're delivering, is the best that it can be. That doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be the best in the world. But if, for example, you're a three-star hotel mm. and you're de delivering fantastic service for a three-star hotel, but you don't have the facilities that perhaps a five-star luxury hotel would have, that doesn't mean that you can't have a fantastic reputation. Um, so it's about, <clears throat> excuse me, um, being the best product that you can. There's a chap, um, a guy called Jeff Ram, who's written a book called Celebrity Service. Very interesting, because he says to people in his audience, if you were, uh, do you think you're delivering the best service that you can? 
And they would say yes. And then he'd say, well, supposing I was George Clooney and I came to stay, but I wanted my room painted bright orange, would you do it? <laughs> and typically, whoever he's speaking to would say, well, yeah, George Clooney, yeah, of course I would. And the point he makes then is, well, if you do it for George Clooney, shouldn't you do it for everybody who walks through your door? Mm. So it is very much about earning that trust. Um, and then once you've started to earn it, you need to look at how you can build on it, how you can make more of it. And one of the things that's key is responding to reviews online. There's a lot of research out there that says, you know, you should respond to a certain amount of bad reviews or a certain amount of good reviews. Mm. Um, but I, I think it's a little bit different. I think if you're having a conversation with a guest in your reception area and the guest is complimentary, you'd say thank you. If the guest was unhappy about something, you'd discuss it with them. Yeah. And you'd take on board their comments. Yeah. All you're doing is moving that conversation from your reception area onto an online platform like TripAdvisor. So I think you should respond in the same way. It takes just seconds to say, thanks for your comments, really appreciate them, to a good review. And likewise, to acknowledge the issues that a guest has raised in a bad review. And your responses to reviews really affect potential guests' view on you. They want to see management responses yeah. to Traveller's comments. I mean, this is a big. This is a big area, isn't it? Sort of how you should respond specifically to bad reviews. What should the what should our attitude be when we respond to them? I think it's really a case of looking at each review, and you know, if the comments are um, or the criticisms are genuine, acknowledge them. Tell the guest and future guests that yes, you take on board the comments, and you're going to do X, Y, and Z to fix them. Mm. If they seem specific to that guest offer to take the conversation offline um, so that you're not having it in a public space. I think the worst thing that you can do is respond aggressively or defensively. Yeah. Um, because that's going to make you make others less likely to book that hotel. Um, it has a, a big impact. So it's really, you know, be professional, be polite. Take on board the feedback. We can't all deliver perfection 100% of the time. There are instances when it's go wrong acknowledge that, and then look to fix it and move on. Because it shows authenticity as well, doesn't it? Sort of re responding rather than sort of trying to sort of flip people away or ignoring them. Or I suppose it's, it's, it's authenticity, is, authenticity, if I can say it correctly, is probably quite important, isn't it? Absolutely. It is a big part of it. Um, you know, people do expect things to go wrong. Um, and if guests see bad reviews but a really positive response, it actually helps to increase the reputation. I'll give you an example. This is from a personal experience. Mm. Uh, we went to a hotel in France and we booked a long weekend for a family birthday and we booked dinner in the restaurant, in a fantastic restaurant. They lost their dinner reservation. Uh. So when I went when I arrived and I went to confirm, they said, ah, no, you're not booked in and actually we're full. Um, <laughs> And it was, a, I was like, okay, there's eight of us and you've lost our dinner reservation. It's a Saturday night. They said, we can put a table in the bar. And we thought, mm, that's not really going to be great. So we said, no. And then the manager came up. He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. We've got a chef's table off the kitchen that we'd normally use internally. I'm going to put you in there. Well, we had the best experience because we watched everybody cooking. The chef came in and described <laughs> every meal, you know, every dish. 
it was perfect. And we have not stopped raving about the way that they fixed the issue. Yeah. So, you know, issues and turning them around can make you shine. And it does add that authenticity. We trust, you know, trust you to fix things. Yeah, because it's, it's almost like um, it's almost like a blessing in disguise, isn't it? If you're a company and something goes wrong and you handle it really well. Absolutely. Well, Francine, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, before we go, uh, let's uh, find out how we can find out more about Guest Review and more about yourself. How can we contact you? Okay. Um, for more information on Guest Review, just visit our website, www.guestreview, which is G-U-E-S-T-R-E-V-U.com. And you can email me at francine at guestreview.com or give me a call on our office number. It's on the website, and I'd love to talk to anybody who's interested in guest feedback. If you just want to learn more, please visit our blogs and our content downloads. There's some great industry information there that I'm sure you'll find helpful. Francine, thank you very much indeed. And thank you for listening, everyone. Show notes are in the normal place, sitevisibility.com slash podcast. Um, if you um, want to leave a question or a comment, two ways to do that. The email is podcast at sitevisibility.com and the magic telephone line is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. And uh, we'll play you on the show as long as you're not rude and, and leaving strange noises, which has happened. Um, so it's goodbye from me, Andy. It's goodbye from Francine. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 